Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Who's Clutch Sports Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Michael Urquhart, and you know I brought my main man, Pots and Pans, Jamil Brown. What's up, bro? What's up, Mike? Oh, man. Philadelphia has been in an uproar. Minneapolis has been in an uproar. The world has been in an uproar. Oh, man. We had the coronavirus, this pandemic in full effect. And then, virally, George Floyd was you know, basically killed and murdered by cops, law enforcement. Um, Definitely, it wasn't a shock to me, but how basically everything went down was just horrific. George Floyd, he was, um, did some research, he was allegedly, you know, trying to pass off uh, counterfeit money. Uh, Part of the story, he was using counterfeit money at a uh, at a convenience store to buy cigarettes when law enforcement uh, pulled up. And then it was like three, four more cop cars who pulled up. And the actual guy, the cop who killed them, was the last cop car, the last patrol team that hit the scene. And basically, three guys were subduing them. And <clears throat> I believe his name is Chauvin or Chauvin. Um, basically he had his, his knee on his neck for approximately um, seven to eight minutes while George Floyd was basically, you know, that video was uh, tough to look at, screaming, you know, and basically telling him that he can't breathe and cops really not giving any type of leeway or giving any help or showing any type of remorse or care for George Floyd and you know, basically end up dying on camera. And, you know, the city just went into an uproar. And, you know, we live in Philadelphia. It's just been riots everywhere. Looters, you know, just running into stores, taking away from, you know, these companies that's basically, quote unquote, not giving to back to the minority. You know, how do you feel about, you know, everything that's going on now? Well, there's a lot to wrap your mind around. Um, but the George, the George Floyd situation, I think that that's just, that's something that unfortunately it happens often. This time it just was on camera. So, I mean, that, and then these riots that kind of go hand in hand, people tired of it, you know, and you're starting to see how tired people is. This coronavirus had people in the, in the house. So it's just a lot to to deal with and people losing their jobs. It's just a it's a tough time to, to to live in the world right now, man. You lost your job, not making no money. And on top of that, you know, with the world basically on social media day in and day out, you know, you have this this killing of another black man. And to me, it's um it's the disrespect comes, you know, you're blatant, you're blatantly telling us that you don't care. It's blatant. You know, you're, you have no care for the black race or the black culture at all. And notice that you're not killing these blue collar, you know, individuals who might, you know, have a job on Wall Street or in the stock market and accountants. You know, these are basically 
you know, black individuals that you're finding on the street that you're trying to say has a criminal background to basically, you know, cover up your motive. Oh, this guy, you know, had, you know, felonies, you know, history and drugs. And then that's when they want to go into, well, his dad was in the penitentiary and his mom was on this. And then they started digging into your childhood and things of that nature. Anything that they can cover up to say that, oh, you know, we had to use this kind of force. But given individuals, these cameras or the social media or the live platform that Instagram and Facebook gives and other, uh, you know, social media websites that allows everybody basically to be news reporters. So for you to, for, for us to see it in my eyes, it's just like, okay, now there's nothing that you can do about it. Basically, that's what you're telling us. And that's where you get the anger for the riots, in my opinion. You know, you're basically telling us, oh, there's nothing you can do about it. Okay, you think there's nothing we can do about it? Or are we going to start breaking into these stores? We're going to start tearing down the Rizzo statue. You, you know, Rizzo was the famous, you know, racist commissioner, police commissioner, who ended up being a mayor of Philadelphia, you know, so it's it, it's a lot of good. You're going to get hit in a lot of phases. You're going to get hit with phases. You know, black <clears throat> anthropists and, you know, who who really wanted to make a, a change. Dr. Martin Luther King, X, Marcus Garvey, you know, W.E.B. Du Bois, you know, all of those I think that you're getting everything now. Like we have to hit people with everything, education. We have to hit them with anger. We have to hit them with, you know, violence. We have to hit them with laws. We we have to hit them with ways. We have to take away our money. Like it has to happen, bro. It does. Now, will it happen? Uh I hope so. I hope so. I mean, what 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 more do you need to see? Um, in order to really, you know, start looking ourselves in the mirror, because a lot of the just a lot of the things we go through is also uh, self-inflicted. So, you know, it's just a matter of time, people waking up and and really, you know, wanting change. So you're saying the uh, so some of the black individuals put themselves in these situations? And yeah. Like we we do like we kill each other left and right. There's a lot of things that we do wrong that we could change ourselves. But you know that's just what it is. Yeah, I I will agree. We definitely the the biggest threat to a black man is another black man. You know, and how I that, how that sound like that's 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 crazy. I mean, we got our reasons. You know that that that's true too. But and we killing each other, man. Like the Chinese not. They're not killing each other. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people sticking together. Like, you're stronger that way. But we just crabs in the barrel. We got that mentality, and we could go on and on about that. But we got to figure a way out mentally. If if they don't start to specifically make laws for us, laws for the black community. We got to demand that, though. Like we just we just sit back, we just accept anything. Like we gotta demand it. Like we really gotta gotta show our, our, our power. Cause they know our power. We it's just a matter of us waking up. Like the whole everybody know our power. Everybody. You know what I mean? And it's just once people wake up, 
this one's going to be changed. Well, I, I believe people are woke, but I think now when I say woke, I mean, and you you can't turn a blind eye to it. You see it. You see it now. That's why I bring up the, okay, so now that you see it, are you going to start to look at, oh, his criminal background? Or are you going to start to look at the actions that's being taken against these individuals with these criminal backgrounds? So you, you're trying to take advantage of someone. If I know that you stole before and I go out and I steal, but I blame it on you and they look at your record like, oh, you have a record of being a thief. So I'm going to blame you before I blame the person who doesn't have the record. And yes, so many uh, black individuals fall victim of having a record and not a squeaky clean pass to where as though if anything comes up, you know, we'll be the you know first to look at when a crime is committed or if something happens, somebody will yell self-defense because they'll say, you know, angry black man or I was protecting myself. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that, you know, we go through as black men and in a society where, you know, we're really not wanted. You know, and we fought so hard to be equal and we fought so hard to you know, be a part of this society, be a part of the world, be a part of the Wall Street, be a part of, you know, this this economy. When we really had our own, that's been taken away, you know, and that's a, a topic for another day. But until we start to get laws made specifically for black individuals that when we go to court, we can say, hey, under this, this cop wasn't supposed to do this, that, and now, you know, under this law, he has to be reprimanded. Because, you know, when they keep going to, you know, court about these these rulings, the laws favor them before they favor us. So I feel like we have to we have to get a stronghold on the on in the judicial system as well as show our anger and show that we are fed up. You know, we have Dak Prescott donating seven figures to improve police training. And I feel like that is a, that is a good donation. Cops need to get trained properly to, you know, it's intense situations out there in the streets. Cops need to be trained properly. You know, you got Michael Jordan and I kudos to Mike, man, he gave over a hundred M's you know, and it's going to be split up over the next 10 years to organizations and companies to help fight racial injustice and help fight racism. And Mike, <clears throat> Mike is quoted basically saying, you can't accept it anymore. And in my opinion, it should have never been accepted. It should have never been accepted, but... That's a chess move, not to cut you off. That's, that's a chess move by Mike, too, man. Okay, which... I'm listening. What do you mean I by feel like I feel like that documentary put him in the hot the hot seat a little bit, and I feel like now here he comes. Like Mike don't normally hundred mil, bro. Well, like, that is a like, is, is that a tax write off? Do we get that back? I'm not sure. I have to dig deeper into that. But this is what I will say about Michael Jordan. Okay, if you want to say that this is a, you know, this is a somehow. He was in a spotlight and he had to make a move. 
All right. Like PR, kind of like PR. Like, I get that. I get that. Yeah, this a this a branding thing. Like, but what bigger? Not saying it ain't 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 it ain't genuine, but it was it's a chess move. Just looking at it, like he needed it to kind of redirect people. Like he was in the hot seat a little bit. Well, I I get that. I guess. Uh I mean, rocking a hard place in my opinion, but what what bigger it, 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 way? Not, not, look, look at it too. We also we also. Our community is the one who really support him. He better. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he better. Like, what you mean, Mike? Like, <laughs> where you at, Mike? Like, we, we spend a lot of money, you know what I mean, on your sneakers, bro. We spend a lot of money everywhere. Everywhere. But, I mean, dudes be getting killed over Mike's, bro. Yeah, they like, do. Serious. That's very true. That's very true. Dudes be serious. Dudes. Like, Mike, where you at, Mike? So, and- I mean... Yeah, that's what come with it. Like he, but this was big was though. Simple. He stepped up major. He stepped up yeah. major. It wasn't like he he sat down. Okay, and cool. I love it. I, I love it, and I'm I, that's cool too. Like I'm just calling it for what it is. I, that's cool. I ain't saying it's not genuine or Mike didn't mean it. It, it was needed on all in all aspects, especially with him being us. part owner for the Bobcats. I mean, for not for the Bobcats, for um, Charles, for Charles. For the Hornets, you know they were the Bobcats, but that was major. You know, blackface. You know, owner, hundred M's over the next ten years. You know that was a strong point for Mike. I feel like that was a very strong point. We need more of it. We definitely need more of it. And um, what really disturbed me was, you know, with all the speculation of how much racism is actually inside the NFL and you know with really no black owners things of that nature and then you have uh, a predominant figure inside of you know the NFL Drew Brees and Drew Brees went on the record basically saying that he would never agree with anybody who disrespects the flag of the United States of America and during, during this time and he also went on the record and apologized for his statements. And my can in my opinion, I don't care about his apology. How you feel about it? I mean, I don't care neither. Right. He said what he said. Cool. Because you knew what you were saying before you apologized. That's my see when you're not you're not a dummy. I don't believe and I won't I don't take Drew Brees as somebody who is stupid. Or somebody who lacks knowledge, he's 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 a very smart man. You have to be a smart individual to play quarterback in the NFL, anyway. And for you to actually take the time to think that that statement was going to be received in a proper manner, especially when you have black teammates, black coaches, you understand what I'm saying? You going to war, you going in the trenches, you basically telling individuals that you you don't agree. Like, where, where is that coming from? You know, I'm going to tell you where it's coming from. It came from the heart. And now with, and yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's where I'm coming from. It yeah, came, it from, came the from the heart. You could tell it came from the heart. This is how I could tell it came from the heart. You ain't really hear none of his teammates, like, like really defending him. Like, they, they. Well, Alma Kamara defended him. Uh, Mike, Mike Thomas defended him. Um, no, no, no. Mike Thomas said something. When he first said something, Mike Thomas said something. Yeah. To him. Like, he, Mike Thomas, 
sent him a quote or sent him a, uh, this picture on Twitter about um, blacks being enslaved and told him that he did, needed to do his research on the topic. And then, um, you know, he was getting a lot of heat. And then I just read something that said that Alma Kamara spoke to him and everybody good. Mike Thomas said that he spoke to Drew Brees after his apology and now they straight. So a lot of uh, fans are giving, and a lot of teammates are giving him leeway and passage, you know, after the apology. I mean, at that point, it's about money, but we ain't got to accept that. Right. Like, you know, and Reed called him a sucker. And Reed got on the and Reed got on the um got viral and called him a sucker, a stone cold sucker for that statement. And that and I'm with him, man. When you when you are when you're an authoritative figure, especially in the NFL, how big the NFL is everywhere, you know, how big the Saints are, how big Drew Brees is with all the records he's broken. So everybody really knows Drew Brees, especially with him being, a, a, you know, one of the you know good, best quarterbacks in the league. And for you to come out there and basically, you know, advocate that, you know, basically I disagree with, with Kaepernick basically kneeling almost for, you know, racial injustice. Like, I don't, I don't get that. And now everybody is starting to see not even starting to see. Everybody been seen, but it is now resurfaced that, you know, Kaepernick taking that knee, what it really meant and how powerful it was and him using that platform to show everybody, to show billions of people, you know, hey, this needs to be acknowledged. Things need to change concerning the black culture and the black race. We needed to be, we need to be treated better. You know, and I feel like, you know, Kaepernick, in my opinion, this doesn't say that Kaepernick deserves a job in the NFL. This doesn't say that. This basically, this says that Kaepernick was right and Kaepernick was a, a powerful man for standing up for the black race and the black culture and using the NFL as a platform. Kaepernick, you've done your job. You've done your job. Yeah, he does. You know, now, now it's, do you even have the ability to play quarterback in the NFL? It's, it, you took a stand. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> They're not, they're not letting you back in. It's over. They're not letting you back in. Yeah, because now it's really, it's really all about your knee. Now it's it's all about your knee. Nobody is really going to be focused on you playing football. They're going to be focused on your agenda. I'd be surprised if somebody picked him up. Me too. I don't think any owner wants to go through that. And, you know, I don't think it's a sad situation. I feel like, Cap, you chose your path. You're advocating for the black culture. You're advocating for the black race. You already use the NFL as the platform. Individuals already know what's going on. Moves are really starting to be made, you know, so and in a positive direction. So I definitely want to, you know, first and foremost, send peace and blessings to the George, you know, George Floyd family and um, and Cat, man, definitely big ups to Cat for, you know, 
basically taking that stand that was that's major sure. I Big definitely and it's um definitely at a time like this you know we always read about the history we read about the Martin Luther Kings and we read about the exes you know people gonna read about you know Colin Kaepernick people gonna read about him you know and the stand that he took you know people gonna read about you know Michael Jordan and people gonna read about these individuals who you know Cat really, but you know, people who backed him, people gonna read about you know, Meek Mill and whole basically starting off to get you know, thousands of uh inmates free from prison. You know, people gonna look at that, so it's good to be a part of history, it's good to you know, witness that to be a part of the greatness, especially at a time like this, because you know, we need individuals like that. Um, we definitely got some good news from the NBA, right? Yeah, we back. July 31st, we back. What they talking about? Well, it's going to be 22 teams. Um, There's going to be eight games. They're going to play eight games. Like regular so, season games? Yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, it's going, and they playing in Disney. They're going to be playing in Disney World. So they got 22 teams. They're all going to be in Orlando, Florida. And they're going to play eight regular season games. Um, the 22 teams is going to be the – the Who coming out the, the East? Who in the East? Yeah. It's – one second. They got the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Pacers, the Sixers, Brooklyn, Orlando. And Washington. And then in the West, they got the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Mavs, the Grizzlies, the Blazers, the Pels, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Suns. Wow. Wow. They had to get the Pels in there. Definitely had to get the Pels in there. I mean, but the eight, the eight regular season games. Is the is to determine the seed and, and spots in the in the potential play in situation between the eighth and ninth seed. Okay. So, um, it says after the conclusion of the regular season, the top seven seeds will be set. At that point, the eighth seed and ninth seed from each conference will, if the ninth seed is within four games of the eighth seed, play in a heads up situation for the final spot. The ninth seed will have to beat the eighth seed twice in a row to win. The eighth seed just has to win one game. Oh, okay. okay. So they definitely giving that ninth spot a chance to get in there. And then, okay, so it's going to draw. So we should see the finals, what, like September? October. Okay, October. And he's saying that it's, it's, it's rumored that the season will start the next next season will start December first. It's a rumor. It ain't it ain't confirmed yet, but so they're gonna have to start doing mandatory testing on everybody just to make sure everything is secluded. I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready. Do you think it ain't gonna be no fans though? Well, I think. I think it may be fans. I think that it's just going to be cut into capacity. I think it's going to cut capacity. So if you hold 
you know, 50,000, it might be 20, 25,000 in attendance or something like that. When? In July? No, probably in uh, middle August, end of August. Probably especially for the finals. Now, they're they playing just exhibition games or like almost like pickup games. I don't think. I think, I, I, I personally think this year over with. I ain't going to hold you. Like, I, I feel like this year over for like fans, whatever. Like, just, just plan for next year. I don't, because it ain't no telling. Like, it's risk. Think about it. Like, this, this has been a bad year from, 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 from tip off. Like, from January till now, it's been a bad year. So, I don't really, I ain't got no, I ain't got no hope for this year, man. Like, <laughs> so you saying anybody who won a chip this year is fluked? No, no. Everybody on the even playing field, so you can't say that. Right, because I feel like, you know, ain't no days off. Take it. Everybody going through the same situation. Everybody so, going through the same situation. So I know it ain't. No, you pick right back up where they left off. It ain't no home court, none of that. So it's really competition should definitely raise now. Everybody's on an even playing field. It's really no excuses. It's none. It's none. No home crowd. You know, you know how Russell Westbrook hate playing in Utah. You ain't gotta worry about that. Yeah, just who who's better? Just flat out. So is better. So with that being the with that being the question, who you got taking it? I like the Sixers to come out the East. The Sixers can beat the Bucks in the seven game series. Yeah, we had this up before. Yeah. Uh, you know how I feel about that. This matchup. The Sixers got them. Even with Ben not being able to shoot the basketball. Even with Ben not being able to shoot the basketball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think oh and I told you who I feel like might come out that the the east. Listen, don't sleep on the heat. Do not sleep on Miami. And nobody talking about Miami. This could be a per, the perfect time for them to go to the to the finals. They can match up with Milwaukee and they can match up with the Sixers. I don't even think the Sixers that they're gonna give <laughs> that joint going seven games. The Heat, the Heat gonna give the Sixers and the Bucks a run for their money. I believe they that. got a nice little bench. Bam coming together. Jimmy, you know Jimmy, he a dog. Jimmy a dog. So it's just gonna be it's just gonna be interesting to see um, how this going look, how this going feel. Uh, Far as not having any fans at the game, I mean, my my position ain't changed. I ain't go to the games anyway. I was watching TV, so I was watching them on TV. So it's the same to me. But I just that not having that energy that the crowd brings. I wonder how that's going. Yeah, well, you play ball, so you definitely know how intense the crowd get. It, it, it means a lot to the game. In my opinion. I'm trying to figure out how they really going to call it, how they going to call games, how you really going to be roughing games. Are you going to be roughing games like it's a pickup game? Are you really going to be doing, you know, basically NBA officiating all the way through, you know, without, you know, it really being fans? Are they going to be playing at the Orlando Magic uh, Arena? 
Mm-hmm. Walt Disney. Oh, they're gonna be playing in Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. You know, secluded area. Only people really in there is, you know, people who are gonna be filming the game. I don't know. I I I do feel like with having fans, it does bring more to the game, especially if you're a player. You definitely do it for the fans. Um, but look, they're gonna be watching you on TV as well. So, and I feel like fans gonna be bringing the same intensity. To be honest, like you're gonna be at home cheering them on. But the players can't. They can't. You can't capitalize on. Yeah, you can't feel it. You get a rush from you get a rush from that as a player. Rather you on a roll or or at the crib, man. And when that when when that crowd erupt, yeah, momentum, momentum definitely swing. Momentum is definitely everything. When you got that crowd behind you, you got that that twelfth man definitely on football. Look at the Texas. They'll they'll tell you about how what, what the crowd means. They terrible on the road. They one of the best teams in the league at the crib. They terrible. Like they can't. They probably. I don't. I can't even tell you how many games they won on the road. That's what I'm saying, bro. So they unbeatable at the crib. So with this format and with this, with these, with these type of, with this environment, with this situation, with everything changing, with no home court, with no home court, you really still trust the Sixers in this situation? Yeah, I still like the matchup. Again, it's on it's on even playing field for everybody, man. It's, it's even playing field for everybody, so it's just gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be different. I can't say it's good or bad yet because I ain't see it, but it's gonna be different for sure. Okay, so I heard who you coming out. Who you like coming out the east? Who you like coming out the west? Um, I like the Lakers. The six. Like the Lakers, the Sixers versus the Lakers in the chip. Yep. I don't see it, man. I don't see it. I mean, you still got the Clippers, and then well, I ain't like how if that picture that I seen of James Harden was real. I ain't like that. I ain't like that at all. James Harden looked like he. <laughs> James Harden looked skinny, bro. He looks skinny. His chest looked deflated. It don't look like he he gonna be that strong, James Harden that we see with that upper body strength, finishing them and ones. You know, I don't I don't like that. But Russell Westbrook in a in an open open gym setting that might be scary. Russell Westbrook be handling his business, and he definitely was on the tear before the season ended. So it's gonna be interesting to see what he do this. You know, with the ball back in his court. I mean, ball back in his hand. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. July 31st. I'm I'm waiting for football, man. I can't wait for football. And it's and that's gonna be interesting too. Yeah, football gonna be crazy. Football be crazy. And we really about to see, you know, baseball about to start up too. We're gonna see baseball, basketball, and football, hockey. Really on all at the at the same time, but at at pivotal moments though, you're gonna be looking at probably an NBA finals, you know, right around the time you know hockey playoffs is is starting. So it's gonna be interesting to see 
how these, you know, TV stations, you know, and these TV deals get hooked up because, you know, people going to want to see it. People going to want to see their time. They going to have time, you know. Well, I believe ABC, they got the finals, right? So, yeah, you know, it's going to be, you know, TV deals. And that's major when it comes to organizations and, you know, where where most of their profit comes in it. TV deals. So... Yeah, I agree. Bro. And sports betting gonna be through the roof. Sports mm-hmm. betting is going to be through the roof. Well, I think March Madness lost a billion dollars. Just March Madness, bro. March Madness, a billion dollars. Can you imagine how much people going to be gambling when this open back up? We're going to be sickening. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I seen I seen a dude, I seen a dude go 60 over two speed bumps to get to the 60 over two speed bumps. Bro. Wow. It's going to be bad, man. It's going to be real bad. Yeah. Good like that. And that just goes to show you how 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 really powerful and how dominant sports is. You know, the world got shut down, man. Nobody could watch sports. People felt like they was dying out here. I ain't played the game so much in my life. Come on, man. Like it's ridiculous. Well, any gems you want to drop before we get out of here? I ain't got no gems, but I, I'm just really, I'm real interested in to see this, 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 this basketball thing, man. This tournament, this, like the Wizards, like they got a chance, and I think teams like the Suns, the Kings, they're gonna give, they're gonna give somebody trouble, man. Like, like seriously, they're gonna give somebody trouble. I those can give people trouble. Just with the, you know, they had they got a veteran Drew Holiday, um, you know Zion, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram was having a breakout year. Brandon Ingram was handling his business, and Zion was getting better by the Zion game. was definitely having a better feel for the game. And them dudes run, man. Them dudes run. You got Lonzo Ball, great on ball defender. Drew Holiday, great on ball defender. They getting in there. You think they getting in there? I think it's telling me for him to get in, if you ask me. Well, I feel like if if the Pels get in there, if the if the Pels get in there, they're gonna be scary. But you know, if they going up against Brian or if they going up against the the Clip, yeah, yeah if they going up against the Clippers, I don't I don't like that matchup simply because Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, they could strap them. I don't see too many people getting they. I don't see too many people getting they they shot. By themselves, except for Brandon Ingram and maybe Drew Hall and maybe Drew Holiday, Zion more of well, a you know Phil type of basketball player. You know he picked his spots. You know definitely able to box out Ox on the glass. You know people setting him up. I've seen him set up his own three. I definitely seen him set up his own three. But you know he's definitely more of a you know he needs somebody to set him up. So. We're going to see how that play out. The Suns, D-Book, 
I'm telling you, man. It's about match. I like the Kings yeah. more than I like the Suns. You know, with Fox, buddy. Suns, don't forget the Suns was balling. They just been unhealthy. If Ubre, they gotta you gotta see who out there. If, if they healthy, they're gonna get somebody in trouble. Yeah, I like the King. Yeah. yeah, I told you I like I always I always like Kelly Ubre over Otto Porter, man. When they when when Ubre was on the Wizards, I always liked Ubre over Otto Porter, man. Ubre was definitely a good fit for the Suns. Definitely a good fit for the Suns. Otto Porter got his cheese. He, he cool, yeah. Bro, it's a lot of players getting paid that's stealing, bro. Hey, who Chandler Park? <laughs> bro, who does Chandler Parsons play for? I don't know. I'm cool. I'm cool, man. Like these players. Matter of fact, listen, bro, you might, you might as well train me for six months and I'm going to go get a contract. All right. You hear me? Yeah, six cool. months straight. Cool. Tripping. You know what I'm saying? But I like, I like the, I definitely like, I like the Clippers. I like the Clippers to come out the West, and I like the Heat that come out the East. Now, that's just me playing, you know, devil's advocate. I don't want to pick the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks is cool, but I think that with the game being slowed down, if Giannis not hitting that jump shot, they going to lose. And I feel like – I really feel like that's why he going to leave. I, and I feel like if he go to Golden State, that's just my goodness. Like, what else? Like, come on, Steph, Clay. Y'all just y'all just gonna be the shooters around these these great players. Yeah, that's a whew, that's a headache, boy. I'll tell you that. Do you think that'll be a weak move by Giannis? Okay. No. I mean, that's what these dudes doing. So no, it makes sense. He can't. He's not really a shooter. Put some shooters around him. You want to dominate in the paint? Give him the space that he need. He a playmaker. Like it make make perfect sense. Draymond just he gonna be out. He got it. Draymond the max. You heard me? Yeah, he out of there. He out of there. Draymond Green want the max, bro. That's crazy. He out of there. <laughs> oh man, no, I, I mean, I feel like Milwaukee definitely setting up Giannis with with the team that he can that he need to win the championship. Seriously, man, I don't think they're doing any anything wrong. Um, I I feel like. But Giannis still working on his game a year or two, but more consistent in that jump shot. I think he could really take the Bucks if he don't make it to the finals. He definitely could take him to the finals. But now, if he go to Golden State and Golden State get Wiseman from Memphis, 
who uh just who went through that uh bit who got suspended for um receiving that money from Penny Hardaway. If if um if they get Wiseman and they get Giannis, bro, that's gonna be cheating. That's really mm-hmm. gonna be cheating. Seriously. Uh, I don't I don't wanna see that. But it's gonna be good because all right, so you got Steph Clay, Giannis, and Wiseman. You got A D, you know, uh Brian, Kawhi, PG, Russ, um, Harden. So you definitely got some the West loaded. The West gonna be crazy. The West gonna be crazy for real. Yeah, it is. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Ball definitely gonna be ball gonna reach his peak. Ball gonna be at his all time high for real, especially when everything get back to normal. Especially when everything get back to normal. For sure. Uh, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, man, I just feel like if you're a black man right now. You know, anybody, you know, who's listening to this and definitely want to thank you for your ears. And I just, you know, just take it easy um, and, you know, stand up for your rights, stand up for the black race, stand up for the black culture. But I just don't want you to put yourself in, you know, harm's way. And that's really hard to say because sometimes you could just be, you know, chilling or you could just get pulled over. And immediately, you know, have a a fear of, you know, law enforcement taking things to the another level or using their authority. But, you know, just, right. you know, don't put yourself in situations. You got to stay in the crib, stay in the crib. Just if you go out, make sure it's an A and B situation, you know, and be polite. You know, sometimes when. I've done seen a lot of black individuals take advantage of cursing out the cops or just being, you know, belligerent for no apparent reason just because they can. Um, so just, you know, stay safe out there. And um, whichever way you feel as though that you want to advocate and for us and to stand up to understand that black lives matter because Black lives are the ones that's being out here filmed and black lives are the one that's that's being out here, you know, being treated unequally or in the face of everyone. And we're dying like we are being killed. And I believe without and I feel, I feel like, you know, being killed without care and being killed without, you know, remorse it's almost as if you know anybody is and is probably taking advantage of oh i can do this and get away with it and i feel like you know we we really need to have laws where we really put a stamp on and make examples out of individuals because they've made examples out of us for over 450 years right so i feel like us as black individuals, we need to, you know, be the example that we're asking for. You know, we need to be the change that we were asking for and adding, you know, a positive message 
you know, and kudos to everyone out there who took a stand, like I said, down to the looters, to the people who are uh, the IRUPs, individuals who have been donating money to the police force, Dak Prescott, $100 million, Michael Jordan. And um, definitely want to, you know, just ask that you just take it easy. You know, if you got a family, you know, handle your business. Um, again, peace and blessings to the George Floyd family and every other family that has been a victim of police brutality and racial injustice and who've had individuals who have died from, you know, these, you know, these horrific events. Um, I want to thank all our listeners out there. I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your ears. And again, peace and love.